Hello and welcome to the third episode of Knights of Infinite Resignation, a podcast all about the future because it's going to happen whether we like it or not. I'm Thomas Monaghan. I'm Claire Adams. And I'm Jack Sinclair. I, I think round of applause, Tom. That was very well done. <laughs> whoop, whoop. If anything, <laughs> thank you. better than last episode's. Well, since that was Claire, I don't actually take any uh, sort of pride from that. <laughs> so I got distracted then. I got a notification from Bob asking if I want to do D&D in Leeds. Sorry. <laughs> Dates and drugs. Maybe. Who knows? Probably not. Yeah. Isn't that what you've so, been yeah. pestering us to do since Christmas? Uh, Yeah. Oddly enough, it was easier to get you guys to every two weeks record a podcast than it was than occasionally play D&D. <laughs> Because we're not role-playing. Well, you are now. This is basically role-playing. You're all pretending to be podcasters. This is my form of D&D. What you don't know is actually I've been rolling dice every time, making decisions about what we do. So we don't... Right, so when you roll a dice, does that determine what we do? <laughs> yes. I have magic dice. All right. They're not illegal now. They'll be illegal in the future. Hence, crime. <laughs> so, future crime. And punishment. Crime of the future. And punishment, maybe. Um, we'll see if we can think of any crimes first. <laughs> murder. Murder, probably, maybe. Double murder. <laughs> <laughs> How's that work? You killed two people. Oh, I thought you meant like murder the same person twice. <laughs> oh, maybe it's double murder if you kill someone that's pregnant. You know, because if you kill mm. the mother, then the, the kid could eventually die. So that technically would be two murders. Wait, one murder and one manslaughter. Did you just say if you kill the mother, the kid could eventually <laughs> die? Can I also point out that he actually considered that killing the same person twice, he actually thought about that as if that was a possibility. I mean, technically, if you kill twins, you may be killing the same person twice. What if you kill the person and then kill their VR avatar as well? That's That's your double homicide. See that continuity with the last episode. References. All right. Um, future crime. Let's go. Let's crack this nut. <laughs> You've got a what? Crack nut? I've got a crack nut. Yeah. You're trying to add, Jack. That's what it is. If you crack your nuts, you're trying to add. Future crime. Future <laughs> crime. Crime of the future. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm kind of thinking that maybe the future might be a bit Judge Dredd style, as in police are... Judge, jury, executioner. It's just just so you can make another dig at the Tories. Why? What do you mean? Why? How's that a dig at the Tories? No, but I just feel like this is what it's going to lead to. Is you're going to somehow wheel in the whole because obviously the Tories will get in and screw everything over type thing. Hey, I wasn't going to bring politics into this, but if this conversation is going to be about politics, of course it's about politics. <laughs> uh, crime. Go on. Future crime. Claire, you suggested it. Fire away. Yeah, but I was thinking more of future punishments, not necessarily future crimes. You're all about the punishment. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where you were going with that. <laughs> Jetpack theft. Hovercar looting. Not paying warp drive tax. Using a hoverboard on a footpath. Yep. Um, not having a eco-friendly warp drive. So a warp drive that leaks time. Can't have that. It's polluting the warp drive's time streams. Got to pay your, your warp drive tax. Clean up that time. Leaky time. Not good. I don't think canal boats are going to be around. <laughs> 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 Why 
Why? I can't imagine a I can't imagine barge holidays and stuff like that being around in maybe like a hundred years time. Hover barge. Hover barge. What's the point of even being on a, a canal then? What if it's a hover? What, what if it's a barge on another planet? So right, you've gone all the way to another planet, and they've dug canals. Yeah. So old people can basically travel around on a a nice week break in North. Well, their equivalent of Norfolk on Mars. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of old people in the future. They're going to want to do stuff. I don't think old people are going to Mars. I think that's where they go. I think it's a crime if you don't. I think they probably just stay where they are. Just live in Norfolk. No, you're forgetting. This is like what Claire said. Judge Dredd Society. When you get old, you have to go to Mars. It's like the retirement planet. <laughs> It'll be illegal to stay on Earth. It's a young person's game is Earth. So it's just a lot of like lawn bowls. Yeah. Claire, you're, you're going to be the punishment expert on this one. What happens if an old person doesn't go to Mars. Punish that crime. <laughs> Judge Adams, give us a punishment. <laughs> Punish that old person, Adams. Punish them good. Well, first of all, you take away all their rights to biscuits. Fuck. You duck. Exactly. What would they live off? I imagine they would live off rusks, because that's all they're worth. Once you capture an old person on Earth, what do you do with them? You first, obviously, they know immediately straight up, biscuits, no longer an option. What do you do to them then? Well, you take away their license to the mobility scooters. They're hover scooters. The hover scooters, yeah. yeah. I mean, how far right. in the future are we right now? We are deep into that future. We're in the deep future. Yeah. <laughs> We're in the deep future. We're in the deep, dark future. <laughs> Where Judge <laughs> Adams is patrolling the streets. <laughs> Yep, and the skies, and the space, <laughs> and the space between spaces. Oh, wow. <laughs> no void is safe. From Judge Adams. From the law. I am the law. <laughs> so go on. So that's it. Literally, every old person is meant to go to Mars, the retirement planet Mars. If they don't, you take away their biscuits and their hover scooters? Well, it's not going to kill them. No, I, I should hope not. But... <laughs> Do you then take them to Mars? Do they go to a different place now because they were naughty? I mean, Or is it just Mars with no mobility scooter and no biscuits? Technically, I was going to say Mars would be the place, the, like, retirement heaven kind of thing. Yeah, that's what I was envisioning. But they wouldn't... The naughty elders would not be going to retirement heaven. So where do they go? Well, they're going to... They're going to retirement hell, which is Mercury. Okay. Yeah, fair. What about young people that have committed a crime and are in prison and then they get old? Mm. Do you do you send them to Mars or do you keep them locked up in, on Earth with no biscuits? Guess they'd be in a completely different location. What's that film where it's um it's not a planet but it's like a space, a specially built spaceship which is a prison? Was that a Guy Pearce film? Yeah, I think so. It was actually a pretty good idea. It's all right. It would have worked better in the nineties. What the film or the idea? obviously the film <laughs> but i don't know what that film was called uh but i do know what you're talking about so Had the girl from lost pe- in it she was up there the convicts ended up escaping she was like a target because she was the only female there it was escape from new york in space essentially yeah was it called fresh meat no def- that definitely wasn't that's a comedy show about students <laughs> yeah i know that but i was just thinking of the only female on a spaceship Full of prisoners. Fresh meat. So you degraded her to basically a lump of meat. <laughs> so you're, you're trying to say that young people who do crimes on Earth go into a space prison. 
old people who do crimes go to retirement prison on Mercury. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, what? Who? What? What makes you just go to space prison if you're a young person? What kind of crimes is a space prison crime? Um, I'm guessing it's going to be like maximum security. That's why it's not on Earth. So the bad crimes. The bad crimes. Well, I mean, like not like I don't know possession of a C-class drug or something. You're not going to go into space for that. It depends what kind of country we're living in. (laughs) That's no reference to Tories at all. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I assumed you were going to answer my question. Oh, sorry, what was the question? What crimes designate you going up to space prison? Well, it would obviously be like armed robbery and kidnap, rape, you know, murder, that kind of... Your basic no-no-no's. Yeah. I mean, are we are we assuming that these kind of prisons offer rehabilitation or is it once you're there, you're there for good? Say bye-bye to your life? I would like to think that if you're not going to space prison, you're going to a rehabilitation centre somewhere which is going to try and sort the problem rather than just keep you locked away. I think space prisons for, yeah, the the, the people who did the really nasty stuff. So we shouldn't really be calling it space prison. Because well, you, you kind of, we've well, kind of got to differentiate space between, rehab. yeah, like who's going to, who's going to actually go to like full blown maximum security prison, who's going to go for rehabilitation. Yeah, well, that's what I'm trying to say. What what crimes designate you going to space prison? What crimes make you be looked after and cared for uh, to try and sort your ways? I wouldn't really say looked after and cared for because that prison's meant to look after and care for you anyway. Yeah, but like a, if if you're... I don't know, it depends because I suppose with space prison, that's a very right-wing kind of you've done your crime, you get locked away end of but the rehabilitation uh prison obviously it's gonna have to give you some tender loving care otherwise you're not gonna accept any of the help everyone's faulted and i'm sure in the future we'll be much more emotionally intelligent when it comes to these sort of things and understand the the problems that cause crimes except for the bad crimes which send you to space well in that case then it'd be like drink drivers you know, drug dealers, they would be the ones that would go to rehabilitation. Uh, do you think there's uh, going to be much drink driving? Because I reckon a lot of things are going to be driverless. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, exactly. You could be pissed out of your brains, jump in your hover car or something, and it'll just take you home. I think it's going to be really difficult to do future crimes. I think everything's going to be kind of pre-thought of. So, like, you drive driverless cars, and I think everything's going to be automated. It's going to be really difficult to make things go bad. Do you reckon that that means that um, lesser crimes that are nowadays would probably have a higher sentence as such? If everything is pretty much controlled by computers and whatever, do you think like little things like you dropping a bit of litter on the floor, two years in prison? But that won't be a crime because you'll have litter bots picking up everything. So you just don't like we don't have bins anymore because everything's picked up. It's utopia <laughs> now. All right, I forgot that. <laughs> You t- that's why we only have Judge Claire. We have one police officer for the entire universe. <laughs> Judge Adams. Because there's just no crimes. She's got a look for crimes. And <laughs> it, it takes up only her amount of time. Like, if you were to hire another person, there's too little crime. And I reckon she'll go on strike. I- whoa, 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 whoa. She'll go on strike for <laughs> harsher sentences. <laughs> 
I want more exploding bullets. <laughs> <laughs> I want more lasers. Oh, and all the lasers. Are we thinking the the environment will be protected more? I'd like to think so. So are we thinking like I was going to make a I was going to make another Tory uh, comment then, but I'm going to refrain from that. <laughs> as much as we all hate the Tories, <laughs> let's not try and make this too one-sided. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I'd like to think that corporation business owners, stuff like that, anyone who is doing dealings which is not green, not very energy efficient, should be slapped on the wrist somehow. There should be a, like an incentive not to do that. Yeah. I'd like to think the future will head that way. But surely, for for example, like with uh, carbon emissions at a minute, obviously everyone's in their own little nations doing their little thing. Obviously, I know a lot of them have signed up to like some kind of Paris Treaty and Kyoto Agreement and all this stuff. But surely, when you've still got like borders, it's hard for people to work as a collective. I'm just saying there shouldn't be any borders. <laughs> yeah, I agree. There'll be no borders. Otherwise, how can uh, Judge Adams get everywhere? <laughs> she has jurisdiction over everything. That's going to be a very difficult <laughs> job to do, like literally covering the entire world. I'm going to need You've assistance. Got a phone? Well, that, well, yeah, this is the thing, though, is you'll have your clones and or robot companions who are just replicants of yourself. Ah. Yeah. But not as badass. Well, obviously. I think that's the thing, like Tom said, with the the whole borders thing, I think it makes it a bit more difficult to judge what potentially is a crime because what might be a crime in one place isn't a crime in another. Like, for instance, smoking marijuana isn't a crime in certain places like Holland, whereas it would be here. Technically the Netherlands. Netherlands, sorry, the Netherlands. And some places in America, you know, it's not illegal, but here you get caught with it, you get a big slap on the wrist. I think it's safe to say that in the future, the uh, the good Kush will be uh, readily available to everyone. I don't think that'll be an issue. I think if there's going to be borders, it'll be planetary borders. Once we go into space, it'll be planetary, you know. Wow, you're such a hippie. Well, most <laughs> people will hate the Earthians, because, you know, ain't as hip, ain't as cool. It's not like you said anus. Anus cool. Uranus will hate everyone, because they're always the butt of the joke. <laughs> but I, I think the like Judge Adams patrol will be mainly doing little jobs like I don't know hunting down cyber dog nappers robo dog kidnappers stuff like that <laughs> for the um I was going to say uh, Korean I can't remember who eats dog Koreans eat dogs yeah for the Korean cyber dog robots that live in Korea eating all the cyber dogs I don't fucking know I'm thinking crime was a bad subject. Yeah. Like, can you think of punishments? Well, I thought punishments well, would be actually easier than... Because crime... What? I mean... Well, all right. Let's just... Right. Straight up. Crime. We're not talking about that anymore. We're talking about punishments. What are the future punishments? Yeah, but you have to think of the crimes first before you think of the punishments. Right, so why the fuck are we... Uh, should we go to the sponsor section? Oh, I haven't got sponsors. Fuck me, I have not planned this. <laughs> uh, the sponsor zone. Uh, let's uh, let's do that. Let's do the sponsors, shall we? Are we are we happy with that? Yeah. Yeah. Judge Adams, are we legally approved? Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Thank you, Judge Adams. I am the law.
Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to episode 3 of Knights of Infinite Resignation. This week we are sponsored by the Geek Pub Quiz, which is run by Steve and Helen Dempster. It's a Geek Pub Quiz for geeks, written by a geeky couple. So they've been hosting the Geek Pub Quiz for about five years now. They have three quizzes a month, and that's uh, they're based at Waterstones, Major Tom's and Everyman Cinema in Harrogate. So three quizzes that they have are um, a movie quiz, a book quiz, and just a general Geek Pub Quiz, general knowledge, music round, picture round. It's great fun. Our second sponsor is Ian McDougall Art, of course. Uh, if you like art, he's definitely worth checking out. You can, and if you're not already following him, you should. Uh, you can find him on Facebook, at Ian McDougall Art, and on Twitter, and he also has an Etsy store. Genuinely worth checking out. He has some fantastic art. If you go back to our first episode, you will hear about how much we love his work. He's genuinely so talented and so cheap for the talent you should be getting something for him whether it's a birthday uh, coming up or any special event uh, he will knock out a fantastic piece of artwork of your favorite character of yourselves as yourselves as a favorite character he can do that it's so worth getting i've never seen anyone disappointed with anything they've ever received from him it's always fantastic always looks great on the wall you should be getting something from him at some point. I think the best way to describe Ian's work would be hiring a high-class prostitute but only having to pay for a cab fare. That is a wonderful analogy. (laughs) I'm sure he appreciates that. You you received so much for so little. (laughs) Yep, that's another way you could have said that sentence, yes. (laughs) But then where would be the fun in that? (laughs) Looking at his art, is the equivalent of getting a cheap blowjob. It's just soothing. Why must this podcast always, always return <laughs> to filth? Because that's just what we're good at. You, oh, I'm surprised you weren't the first person to uh, initiate that, Claire. That's a nice change. Well, I only haven't because every time I do, I get told off. <laughs> but no, his art is great. You should check it out. Uh, I, I feel that we we spent too much... We've already bigged up Ian a lot. I feel that maybe the, the Geek Pub quiz bit was a bit too clinical. Uh, we've all been. We all know it's super fun. I think we should just uh, I think we should mention that a little bit more. Uh, save Ian some embarrassment again. I've been a lot of times. Uh, and it's always been really good fun. I've always been... I always go there thinking I'm not going to take it too seriously because I know I won't win. Uh, but when I do go... I always get really into it. Like I really enjoy like the picture round, the first round that they always do. That's always fun because there's always one person that you can just never quite get. Uh, I just love the way that they organise it. Like it puts this podcast to shame when it comes to organisation because they are just so on it, which is weird because they do three quizzes uh, and they're always so well thought out. There's always something for everyone, and there's always the chance for everyone to win with the little raffles that they do. Like it's such good inclusive fun you never really feel left out there's a good diverse amount of people there and everyone's there just looking for a good time like i've never really seen someone ruin it unless they've stumbled in accidentally not knowing it's a quiz but everyone there for the quiz is always fantastic like i love the atmosphere i like the uh, music round because mm. i can always guarantee that i'm gonna shazam something or there's that it's... nostalgia feeling i love that like oh my god i've not heard that song in ages kind of well... feeling when you say Shazam something, do you mean cheating? <laughs> oh, uh, no, I think you mean after the. After, after yeah. 
Once the quiz is over and you've handed the sheet in, yeah, then no, you I should, I should have stipulated that I'm not doing it during the quiz. <laughs> no, I mean, no wonder he won before. After you know, after <laughs> after when they're reading out the results, that's when I get my phone out and use the apps. Right. Okay. Because we do not condone the use of phones for cheating during the Geek Yeah, quiz. do not use your phones because Judge Adams will kick your ass. Do you know what? I think that's something that should be a punishment for the future. Using your phone at a quiz. Like, that should be illegal. Yeah. What also should be a crime is using your phone at the cinema. Yes. And I'm not angry. I'm pointing at my computer. I don't know why, but I'm getting that riled up <laughs> that the finger is out. Well, let's let's uh, use this moment of anger to calm down and transition out of the sponsor zone, uh, and then we could get to this conversation. <laughs> so let's just uh, let's just chill. Let's chill. Chill, chill, chill. All right. What were you saying, Claire? What were you getting riled up about? Well. When you go to the cinema, the whole point you go to the cinema is you you go to enjoy a film and just to chill and to have, you know, a couple of hours out away from the outside world, from your everyday life. So why do people insist on getting out the bloody phone in the cinema? Like, why did you... Like, if you go to the Everyman, you pay, what, £13 for a ticket? Why are you paying £13 to go see a film that you've never seen before just to sit there prattling around on your phone? Seriously... I will bitch slap you. That's fair. <laughs> I think anyone who's been to the cinema with me knows my stance on this. If I'm going to the cinema, as soon as the screen turns on, I essentially become a weeping angel. I will not move a muscle yeah. until that film is over. You literally sit so still, I have absolutely no idea how you do it. I just let my body go numb with the seat. You, be- you merge, you become one. You're like the thing. I become... You become the I seat. become the numb. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I have I've had my fair share of telling off children during performances. But it's not children; it's adults that should know better. I mean, I think they should get like an official. What they should be kicked out that screening for definite. Like they have, they should have to pay again to go see that film. And I think if they do it a second time, that's it. You just can't go to that. Scene. You're not trusted. You get like a six month ban or something. There should be something about that there should be slightly more regulation on that because it's not like a free-for-all like the cinema is expensive i'd like Mm. to enjoy what i've paid for it's like going to a swimming pool and going well i'll piss in it no you don't piss it if you've got your own swimming pool you can piss in your own swimming pool you don't piss in one that everyone else is in we're not supposed to piss in them (laughs) (laughs) is that a crime um depends how you're pissing in the pool i suppose i mean diving board (laughs) I would guess it would be a crime if you're literally stood at the side of the pool and you just whip your dick out. Right, so why would you get arrested for that but then not actually being in the Because it's in decent exposure. Why, if you, right, what if you, yeah, but what if you just pissed down your leg? Well, I mean... But the thing is, you, you're hiding your member. <laughs> that's the, I think that's the key thing. You've not got your cock out. What if it's a woman? Well, you just assume right. men do it. Well, I, men are grotty. <laughs> I know some grotty women. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One of them's upstairs, but whatever. You're gonna give me a reputation here. You've already got one. <laughs> I was gonna say we're not doing any damage. <laughs> Notorious. And another thing with phones at gigs that annoys me so much. Where when there's a lot of people in front of you and you're watching the act through someone's phone because oh, you can't see God, them because they've got yeah. the bloody arms in the air. 
And I'm like, alright, take a photo, or a very quick video, for whatever purpose, shitty Snapchat, or all the other crap that people upload crap to. Um, God, you're so <laughs> modern, Tom. I am, I'm so, so in touch with social media in the world. You're so down <laughs> um, with the kids, it's unbelievable. How do you cope? I, I don't. <laughs> um... <laughs> At gigs, I can understand maybe if it was a slow song and the equivalent of a lighter would be your, your torch on your phone. I can see that maybe looking quite good from the point of view of a band, if you just see a load of little lights just waving along to a slow song. But for everyone else, nah, just put your fucking phones in your pockets. I, this is uh, referencing to last episode. Uh, this is kind of why I think that like the VR and the phone technology thing I'm down with it being augmented into your body because that solves that problem. Like if everything, like Black Mirror style, it was through your eyes. You wouldn't ever get that issue. That's why I'm down with that. I, I, I think that, yeah, either ban phones from most things or put it in our bodies so we don't notice. Ban it or put it in me. That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you live your life. <laughs> that is how I live my life. <laughs> If you can't ban it, I want it in me. I think Jack's the dirty one. I was going to say, I'm supposedly meant to be the grubby one. Yeah, there was nothing like dirty a, about that. Jack's like a if cupboard for everything. Ban it or put it in me. If you, interp- <laughs> if you interpreted that dirtily, then that's your problem, wasn't not the mine. Only one that did. Hey, you meant it dirtily. Dirtily, is that even a word? Dirtily? It's a first word. <laughs> it's not a first word. I think northern slang should be illegal in the future. Just because you don't understand He's it. just making it personal now, isn't he? Yeah. No, I'm sorry, but northern slang is the most pointless counterproductive thing I've ever come across. You're a pointless counterproductive just thing. Just because you're cack-handed. Uh, Alright, cack-handed, what does that mean again? Left-handed. So that's just nonsense. <sighs> it's not nonsense. What does it even mean? I don't know, it was probably meant as an insult. Exactly. I'm going to Google it. Cack. As in, like, you've got cack on your boots, meaning shit. Cacked your pants, shit. Not you've crapped on the left side. So it's a derogatory term to minorities. It actually means... You're not really that much of a minority. It actually means <laughs> Left-handed inept. people are a minority. Inept or clumsy. <laughs> Which is just jealousy, because left-handed people in general are more artistic and intelligent. Says left-handed people. Would you like the urban dictionary yep. definition? <laughs> Okay. An awkward or inept way of doing something. Yeah, you know, sums Jack up, really. <laughs> I mean, look at today's podcast. <laughs> uh, what was? Hey, this is a contributed factor of why this is not working. Uh, what? What was bins? Uh, you bins. Did, you, did, you told me what. I used... <gasps> oh, bin. Bins. Yeah. I have my bins on now. Oh fuck you! Fuck you! I forgot. That bins, I thought, in my head, I thought, this. I remember you saying some slang for dustbin and it was nonsense and I got angry. It's the fact that you say bins for glasses. Yeah. That makes no fucking sense and I get really angry at it. <laughs> Google that. What's the origin it of actually... that? That makes no sense. It's a word for an already pre-existing thing. It's actually, it's not northern either, so you can't get angry at me and Tom. It means... Cockney rhyming rhyming slang for glasses, as in reading glasses. So if someone is having trouble looking up a number in a telephone book, you might say, put on your bins. That doesn't explain why they say bins! (laughs) What's it rhyming to? (laughs) Fucking 
bins. That, I'm sorry, in the future, if you say bins for glasses, it's a legal right of the person that you're talking to to punch you in the face. It's an abbreviation of binoculars. That makes sense. That actually makes sense. Put on your bins. If you're struggling to read something, put on your bins. Put on your binoculars. So shut up. Or or your glasses. Speak English. Speak the fucking language and stop using different words that are already in the language. I think he was going to say the Queen's English then. Do do you not agree with me there, Tom? Yeah. Yeah. I think Uh, so. I think we both know I was not going to say the Queen's English. What a royalist. I I mean, I'm not... Going to Harrogate I am all... (laughs) the, The royals will be illegal as well. Uh, I that it's a crime to be royal. It, I genuinely, I am all for languages evolving and moving on. I I really do embrace new words and stuff. But when they're nonsensical nonsense that just makes more problems, they need rid of. They don't contribute anything other than just pure stress of trying to figure out why someone decided to use the word bin instead of glasses. It's only you getting stressed. You use the term ginnel. That's a northern term. Yeah. But what else does it mean? Passageway. Yeah. Path. Well, it's yeah. just a path or snicket. It's not a snicket. <laughs> it's a snicket. To be fair, a ginnel <laughs> is a particular type of path. But nah. also, it's not like ginnel also means, I don't know, dog collar. Like, it doesn't have another meaning that it's just been taken ripped from. It's its own thing. Bin, when you hear bin, oh, where, what, where are you? I'm at the bin shop. You'd think, what the fuck? No, you wouldn't. No, no, Jack, you wouldn't say... You were at the no. bin shop. You'd say, I'm buying some bins. It's <laughs> <laughs> just as confusing. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm at the bin section. Where are you? Well, I don't see you. I should know. Well, I've you... got my bins on. It's fucking nonsense. <laughs> yeah, you'd say, oh, I'm at the optician just getting some new bins. And I would call you mad. Well, you, if you've said opticians, then you put it in at least the right context for the slang. Or you could just not use words that mean other things. Oh, I'm full of anger. Well, in the future, I won't need to worry because that'll be illegal. It'll be illegal to say silly things. What like about? That. I think it'll be illegal to just not tolerate slang. <laughs> I've got a spell in my finger. <laughs> now that is not. That isn't. You see, <laughs> <laughs> your magic finger, your your magic splinter I d- finger. I don't get yeah. how. So, Tom, you never heard that when you were a kid. I mean, it's it's understandable for Jack because he lived in a bubble. No. But... But how does spell work? Like, how how are you getting from splinter to, to spell? Hmm. I'm gonna I'm trying to Google it to find out where it came from. Weatherby, <laughs> just Weatherby. No, because as I'm googling it now, like people are saying, how do I get rid of a spell slash splinter in my finger? Yeah, two legs of a frog. <laughs> <laughs> it's not yeah, but that's an answer again because it's a word that already has a definite meaning. I wonder if it they call it a spell because it looks like a wand. How big is your splinter? Yeah, that's that's not a splinter. Yeah, but... That is something you should go to the hospital with. Yeah. You can't just get that with tweezers. Also, why is it not called a wand then? I don't know. I, I'm just trying to... I'm, look, I'm trying to think of reasons. I'm trying to come up with explanations here because apparently Google isn't telling me anything as to where it came from. Because if Google doesn't know, then it's definitely nonsense. That's the judgment. If Google genuinely can't figure it out, then it should just be banned. That's why this needs eradicating because it's wasting people's time. It's wasting podcasts. It's wasting energy of me trying to not lose my shit over this crap. I think you just take it to heart. 
Because it just makes no sense to me. Well, that's it. You're the one with the problem. No, no, no. Definitely not, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you're the, you're the only one getting angry, Jack. Me and Clara, happy with our words that don't quite make sense. Yeah, but, don't blame us for the way you they're feel. They're just who we are. They're just part of us, Jack. Well, I'm sorry if I like to be a bit more definitive with my words. Well, that's your choice. You can do what you want. But leave us to our sort of slang and our terms you don't understand. <laughs> With bins on your faces and glasses up your ass. <laughs> what? What up our ass? Glasses. I think maybe you should have said with bins on our faces and spells in our fingers. No, no, I'm sticking with what I said. I mean, glasses where does it stop? Why, why can't I just start using any word for anything? Well, the thing is, Jack. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go into the TV and wash my hair. The thing is, you just earlier you said ban it or put it in me. So on that term, what you just said, glasses up your ass. <laughs> If you ban bins, they're going up here. <laughs> well, actually, I said that because I was going to try and quickly think of alternatives to not make it sound like what it meant. As in, I've now swapped the terms and meanings of everything. Because apparently rules don't mean anything anymore. Anything can mean anything. I'm sat on a badger. <laughs> like, hmm. Won't be the first time. Well, you can't do that, Jack. Moving on. <laughs> so, so we're agreed. Phones shouldn't be allowed at gigs or cinemas. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> That is a hell of a segue, that is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I just realised that I didn't really do infinite questions because I didn't think of questions because we didn't really think of content. But we went off on one, so do you know what? I think that saved it. Anyone else think of anything illegal? Anything that shouldn't be allowed in the future? Like nonsense words? Nonsense words? Mm. Uh, calorific. I don't like the term calorific. <laughs> what? It just sounds. It just sounds made up. Well, it's obviously all words are made up, but it just, just doesn't sound it? good to me. You know, like, for example, if you eat a cake that's full of sugar or something, it's very calorific. I have never heard that before. To mean full of calories? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a just shitty bullshit term. I have never heard that. How have I yeah. missed that? It sounds like it's made by Weight Watchers. You can't eat that. It's very calorific. Diets. Diets should definitely be banned. What, all diets? Even good diets? Everything that you eat is a diet, <laughs> Yeah, but diets is in, like... Yeah. You mean dieting? Dieting, yeah, like, oh, I can't eat that. Mm. It's going to go straight to the thighs. You mean like what you do all the time? No, 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 no. I don't do that. What did you eat today? (laughs) Describe to us, Claire, the delicious meal you had after you went to the gym. (laughs) What was that delight? And compare it to what I've had. Yeah. Can I also just say that I had that because it was necessary? Uh, so, because it was a necessary diet. Okay, continue. It's what not a was diet. It? It's not a diet. What, whoa, what was it? Tell us, Claire. Oh, Share with the audience what you consumed. What is it? I had a smoothie. Mm. It's not quite a smoothie, though, was it? Describe to us this smoothie. The content, okay. possibly. <laughs> so it had one and a half bananas. Starting okay. Two <laughs> ice cubes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chia seeds. Mm-hmm. Water. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, very good. And two scoops of Slender Blend protein powder. Mmm, delicious. Yeah, but I had been I to had the a gym. bacon sandwich. You didn't have that after the gym, though. You had no, I two had it before, and then... chocolate hobnobs. Yes, and they were very nice. Chocolate hobnobs. Now, out of the two, which would you describe as what you're saying as dieting? Well, but mine's not a... Ah, I'm not dieting, though. 
I have it I because, right? I have it because it's hydration and it helps build muscle mass after the gym so, or when I go running. It's not a diet. Like, I don't so, eat meat, do I? So I've got to get protein from somewhere else. And don't make that blue. <laughs> yeah, but didn't you also this week have it as dinner? It's a meal replacement. So, yes, oh, I do have it. Oh, oh, it sounds like a diet to me. <laughs> it does sound like a diet, diet doesn't it, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> if you're replacing a meal with something, that sounds like dieting to me. Particularly as it's a liquid replacement. Yeah. Why don't you just have soup? Yeah, what's wrong with soup? Because I'd already Good had soup, soup for my lunch. You can have two soups. Oh, no. Two scoops of soup. <laughs> yeah, essentially for my dinner, I had watered down powder. <laughs> yeah. And I was absolutely starving. <laughs> no, I'm not a surprise. <laughs> but it's not a diet. I wouldn't say it's a diet. So what are you calling a diet then? I'm on about like people that calorie count everything. That literally... Oh no, because no, because now I'm actually being really hypocritical because I was going to say people that look at calories that are in everything they eat, but that's what mm. I do. <laughs> I retract my sentence. Let's move on. <laughs> so you, you just want to stop talking because Judge Adams would have to arrest Judge Adams himself. Judge Adams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she is the law, so... Yeah. She did, it, all her robot like duplicates would explode from the paradox of being corrupted. Drinking liquid dinner, but <laughs> illegal. <laughs> right, uh, I think on that bombshell we can probably leave it, move on. Tom, do you want to wrap it up? Yeah. What what episode is this? <laughs> <laughs> free, isn't it? It's episode free. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Tune in in two weeks' time for our next podcast. I've been resigned to being Thomas Monaghan. I've been resigned to being Claire Adams. And I've been resigned to being Jack Sinclair. Till next time, everyone. Bye. See you, bye. 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 I'm off to take the bins bye. out. Put them on my face. I don't fucking know anymore.